0: You're listening to the BU Hockey Show
1: on WTBU Sports. Welcome to episode two of season two of the BU Hockey Show. Ooh. I'm Patrick Donnelly. With me is Brady Gardner. Brady, how are you today?
0: I am doing great today, Patrick. It's uh, it's the Case McCarthy episode and the Alex Allen episode.
1: Two. Yeah, or er, the, the, the Brian Carabas episode slash the Jake Witkowski episode. A lot of twos. Slash Riff Jake Wichowski. He's not here anymore, though. No, is there a
0: twenty-two this year?
1: Yeah, it's Brian Carabas. Oh, oh, you just said that. Yeah. What about the women's team? There's got to be a was, twenty-two. Um, what's her name? Rachel oh. Allen. It was the Rachel Allen episode, but she she graduated. I don't know who it is now. Christina Vote. It is the Christina Vote. More on her later. Vote early. Vote often. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I can't wait till
0: she scores in like the third
1: minute of the game. I can't wait till they like play right before like the Boston mayoral election and she scores. <laughs> oh, beautiful! That's gonna be great. This podcast
0: is gonna be great. We have a lot of hockey to talk about because we are just about a week away from the first regular season game for the woman but we're just a couple days away from the first preseason game and the only preseason game for the woman
1: yes holy cross is coming to walter brown arena this saturday afternoon at 3pm and no one knows about it isn't it weird it was never on the schedule
0: until just a couple days ago
1: yeah and you, you mentioned it last show, and yeah. I was like, I don't remember seeing that, but I went with that. So now
0: I'm realizing, like, was I saying things that that weren't public at the time? Like, I think you did. Well, it, it doesn't really harm anyone. Fans are allowed. It's actually masked free up, admission. Massed up. Free admission. Um, it's going to be a good game, I think. You know, Holy Cross is a the, team you're gonna see often this it's year a good team
1: for the home side. Yes. Well sure or a good game for the home side
0: So I would imagine that we'll get some fans there I don't even know if the band is going I'll be on public address announcing. So come out just for that I'll be on the WTB. I was broadcast. About to say that here on these airwaves So we're gonna be there gonna be involved very much looking forward to hockey being back Although it doesn't feel like hockey season. No, not at all. We're going to a Red Sox and- game tonight. It's 77 outside We're wearing shorts and t-shirts It's Not hockey season
1: no, but like that's 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 what happens in late September or mid to late September yeah. when hot when college hockey season slash the NHL season are coming I guess. up. Um, Last week there was like that Quinnipiac, um,
0: I forget who, uh, women's game preseason, obviously. Really? Yeah, and I was like, yeah, that, already? that's already. It was um,
1: nuts, but I mean, it doesn't feel like it because we haven't had like there is no media availability this week, um, at least not that I've seen, mm-hmm. um, and. There's no Hockey East Media Day yeah. this year. Obviously, the diff- still difficulties of getting everyone from different places together in the same room. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just doesn't feel it's like as much as we say it's a normal season or as close to normal as possibly as we can possibly get. It's not a normal start to the year. It's, yeah. it's just boom, here it is. Right. It's and, hard to flip the switch. Like it's not like oh, by the way, everything's normal now. Let's have media events. Let's yeah, have
0: like normal games. Like, it's got to be a little bit of a ramp up here, oh, which no, but, is why it's understandable. That's what I was
1: going to say. In years past, we've had Media Day, or last year, all these announcements and teasers prior to the league <laughs> were coming back. There was a there was that ramp up, and we're like, all right, time to get going here. It's, this is just a flip of a switch, it feels like.
0: Oh, okay. Hmm. It's not a flip of a switch into normalcy, but
1: a flip of a switch into hockey season. Into the like, season. boom, yes. there but it that's what is. what. Oh, okay, I gotcha. that's, that's what I meant. We're, we're talking about it being a normal season, but it's still an abnormal start to the year. Podcast At least it title. feels like it. Flip the switch. Or normally Maybe. abnormal. Normally abnormal. Abnormally normal. Man, we're on fire. Abnormally normal. That's what, the one. What are we doing today, Patrick? We got a women's hockey season preview for you. Hey. Because there's obviously nothing going on with the men's team this weekend. Um, that we will get to them next week. Right. But there's there's a women's hockey game this week. Mm-hmm. And last week we gave our very broad, very uneducated opinions on we're educated yeah we are naturally educated but without diving into the nitty gritty yes and today we're going to dive into the nitty gritty Shall (laughs) we? as brady said we're going to take a look at the class of 2025 some newcomers via the transfer portal Mm -hmm. our expectations or our much our deeper expectations for the team this year and maybe even some preseason spurlatives yeah, and maybe even some conference action, too. Some conference
0: action? All that and more. I wasn't ready to do conference action. In this, I said, let's do some some team rankings. Get your standings ready. All right, Northeastern number one. Yeah. Bing, bang, boom. <laughs> All right, we're going to do that later, so Patrick can gather his thoughts. But for oh, That's now, the only thought. Northeastern go... number one going away. Fine, that's okay, easy. Okay, anyways. Position groups, shall we start with? Sure. I want to start in the back. Because the back? I feel like it's so weird to say this, but you're first time starter goalie is the strength of your team yeah you know like kate stewart going in i feel great about her i think she's gonna have an awesome season gonna finally come into her own here after being behind schroeder all through her career senior season first time being a starter but i think it's gonna go great i really don't have any concerns other than workload and i guess we'll see that how how it plays out over time yeah,
1: but like going right into the season, I feel great about Kate Stewart. Yeah, the numbers and the performance have obviously been great her first three seasons, um, even with the small sample size. Mm-hmm. So that uh, that should, that goes in my same concern. It's the workload. Yeah. Can she handle a full schedule? Um, and you know, Nicole mcwegan has been good when called upon, rarely called upon, but in again, extremely small sample size. She's been good. Maybe in a pinch, if you need to have to go to her, she's good. Um, and the freshman they brought in. Uh, Callie Shanahan um, she at least in high school again this is high school to hockey East it doesn't always transfer immediately but if she is what who they're putting their eggs in their basket and follow next year Hmm. and forward yeah um, it seems like she had a pretty good pedigree coming out of the or this is still the amateur level um, coming out of high school so maybe she sees some action and obviously Kate Stewart's not gonna play every single game Mm-hmm. Ro- I mean, I don't know if there was ever a year to have a goalie play. If every there was ever a year, yes, but it's it just it's not
0: DeRoche, Brian DeRocher's style. I mean, Nicole McGuigan is statistically the best goaltender of the time that we've
1: been here at BU. So give her. But a then shot. I'll put the caveat on a, among qualified goaltenders. Oh
0: dang it! <laughs> yeah, it's, there, there's a bit of a drop off. I feel like from the starter to the backups. But, that, but that's, who knows? that's
1: also because um, Callie Shanahan's quite an unknown yeah all we can see all we can do is look at box scores so is McGuigan yeah really exactly as a senior or junior if she's a junior so
0: she's a senior no she's a junior uh, senior yes she she is a senior the same year yeah Mm. COVID junior COVID junior same with Kate she could be here two years it's true so that's the goalies but then you get up from having two seniors leading your goaltending group to many many sophomores leading your defense what do you think about the, the blue line this year, Patrick?
1: Um, I think there's still a little bit of unknown hmm. with the blue line because just because, you know, you know what you're going to get with Alex Allen. you Grace Parker, as solid as she is, nothing more than really what you've seen from her, which is a depth defender. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nadia Mativi, who, you know, as high of expectations as she's had, has 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 and hasn't met them yeah um so you're expecting her to take a step but maybe she struggles again like she did at times last year um so but uh, again you expect those three to kind of lead things along here and you know you hope you know you're going to get out of them on a nightly basis and then you look at you know the sophomores who you know showed flashes last year andy calderoni you know great skater great first pass can move the puck same thing with Tamara Giaquinto. um you hope they continue to develop as as their pedigree would um, suggest. Um, Julia Shaughnessy was a pleasant surprise, extremely pleasant surprise last year. I would expect her to take a jump. And you look at you know you don't really know again you can't it's hard to gauge what you have from the freshmen. Um, and you know Madison Carducci, for all intents and purposes, is still a freshman. Yeah. She played twice last yeah, year. Yeah, played think. well though, right? She looked um, good in those games. Yeah, and and you know you bring in Maggie Hansel, another freshman. Um, but then you bring in some some leadership that you kind of need, or some, I wouldn't say leadership, but some experience mm-hmm. with Ellie Larson coming over from RIT. Yeah. She was captain of that team. Big pickup yeah. there because that's what you need on the blue line. Like yeah. Right now, Nadia
0: Mativi, or would have been, I guess, before Larson, but she was your second most experienced defender, and that just sounds crazy because I feel like she was just a freshman um, and, and we're kind of waiting on her to become Abby Cook. And again, that's not reasonable. We said that last week with Alex Allen. Like it's gonna be hard to live up to the expectations that were set by kind of the regime before. Um, but at the same time, I feel like there are there's room to grow with this defense. And I do think that they could be the biggest area of improvement from one season to the other. And especially with the likes of, you know, Shaughnessy Calderoni, Giaquinto. Um, some of those freshmen who barely even had a season, Kardashian obviously. but the way that it's composed, where you have the the smaller you know puck movers like you said, calderoni, Giacinto, and you have some of the bigger bodies like Mativi Shaughnessy, big shots, um you know, big uh I guess players in front of the net defensively, like they have an opportunity to really have a good defensive group if the pieces fall together, which is a huge if.
1: yeah, and I, and I didn't. Uh, mentioned Madison uh, I think that's Michaels Michael without a, a C-H-A-L-S no E in there oh wow um, but yeah she a, a point per game player in high school and especially Maggie Hansel 38 points hmm. in I believe it was 20 games in Minnesota in high school yeah like you, you were, we talked last year and kind of this year where you're looking for that Abby Cook replacement and you hope it's not even TV maybe <laughs> not you hope it's Alex Allen probably most definitely not yeah um Maybe that maybe this is where you can find some of that offensive spark and these right. freshmen coming in. But again, how can how does it translate from right. high school to college?
0: That is exactly what I was thinking though. Like there is a lot of offensive potential in this defensive group. Uh and you, you even look at like Julia Shaughnessy, she had the same number of goals assists and obviously points as Nara Elia last year, who's yeah. supposed to be one of your best offensive and, 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 players.
1: Like like, mm-hmm. like Julia Shaughnessy obviously like, chipped in, uh, again, more than expected offensively last year. Maybe that continues with a, with more games and more experience under her belt this season. And, you know, Giaquinto and Cal- Calderoni probably not going to put up the gaudy offensive numbers on defense that Abby Cook did, but they're capable puck movers, capable skaters, capable offensive players that they should be able to provide as well. Right.
0: And it'd be nice to get the defense chipping in on some of the offensive action because this was a team that struggled to score last year, and it does look like some of those issues... Could carry over. You lose Jesse Comfer, who was a, a walking bucket last year. Like, she was the only player who could consistently put the puck in the net. Uh, you lose Nara Elia, another offensive uh, producer for you. Maybe not her best year last year, but someone you always knew could, uh, you know, keep possession and, and generate some sort of threats. Uh, and then, of course, obviously, Christina Schuler too. And we loved her two way game as a center uh, for many years. Here, she's gone as well. So you're losing some massive. Um, pieces of that offense to an offense that had already struggled a little bit last year. What's the outlook on them?
1: That's where I'm most worried. Yeah, and you know, you, Kaylee Donnelly has newly captain, new, newly named captain, captain, captain Kaylee, Kaylee Donnelly. Donnelly. Okay. That was that was an easy one to call. Congratulations, um, cousin Kaylee. Not actually. No cousin relation. Kaylee. No. No, no relation. But good um, for her. Yeah, I mean, clearly De- Brian Derocher and the team think very highly of her. He's talked very highly of her on and off the ice for three years now. Um, so, yeah, well-deserved. Yeah, um, But, you know, like Kaylee Donnelly has shown offensive flashes but probably is more of that two-way, you know, reliable rock up front where, you know, we'll, we'll chip in, but you're, you're not going to – hasn't or at least hasn't shown to be your go-to source of offense. Again, maybe bigger role, more minutes. Maybe that translates. But, you know, you look at – Julian Iris, who was expected to be a big part of your offense last year, basically didn't play. Hmm. Um, and after starting off great, but she still um, ended up in the top ten of points. Yeah. she had three goals um, in what two games? Oh, sorry,
0: sorry, three games played. Two game, two goals in three games. Yeah, three points. That was the and she looked most she looked team.
1: great to start the year too. So you hope, yeah, basically missing last season doesn't hinder her as much as it could. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, Courtney Korea really picked it up at the end of la- or kind of in the middle of last season. Um, again, another solid two-way player who has the tools. Um, and you look at some of the freshmen who, again, basically didn't have seasons last year. Um, Lacey Martin and uh, Catherine Fulham and uh, – Le- and um, what, what's her name? Mm-hmm. I, well, I, ha- I had it right here. Claire O'Leary. I yeah. apologize. Yeah. Um, some of these players that were, you know, especially Fulham and Martin to a certain extent, like, you know, you bring in good numbers out of high school – And you look good last year, it just doesn't translate onto the score sheet. And this was a team that felt like last year, you know, as much as they did struggle to score goals, they still had solid opportunities and they just couldn't finish them, especially with the underclassmen. Yeah. And you know what this feels
0: like a little bit looking at it? Kind of like the men's team last year, where we said, like, where's your top tier talent? That first line automatic goal. And it appeared for the men's team, so maybe it will come out of, you know, maybe Korea finally just unleashes it, or, you know, she goes off, or McKenna Parker becomes the prospect that we all look to her look to, as her to be. As she looked like
1: to be as a freshman. Precisely. So. Or may- maybe as much as, as gifted of a playmaker as Emma Wathrich seems to be, <laughs> yeah. she's pretty much been hurt for the last year and a half. Mm-hmm. Came back about towards the end of last season and took a little bit to get into the swing of things. Maybe finally being back at full health for the first time in two, three years is what she needed. Yeah,
0: well, I feel like uh, there's a lot of potential. You know, we like to say that and like middle six talent, certainly. And even the depth, like I actually liked a lot of what Brooke Ursoy brought last year as like fourth line grinder, just create problems. She was fun to watch for sure. And and we know what we're going to get from, you know, Donnelly and... Uh, nearest, hopefully, if she's back to her full potential. And even, you know, Jesse DeVito coming over from Wisconsin where she dealt with some injury, but uh, she's a, a veteran piece, a senior now, uh, transfer coming over as a forward. So that's an exciting addition. But, like, I have no idea what your your top line is at the moment. Like, Correa, Parker, Fulham?
1: I, re- I have no clue. Well, it's, it's tough, too, because they have so many wingers that can also play center. Mm. Um, Versatility. Yeah, I mean, I think Korea's your top-line center. Hmm, yeah. Kaylee Donnelly on the wing. Wow.
0: I think you need her in the middle. Kaylee Donnelly in the middle? Yeah. She's,
1: She's always been a winger? Yeah, well, pretty much. I'm losing him. Pretty okay. much.
0: Kaylee Donnelly, first-line winger.
1: And I think you go, Yeah, I don't know, Catherine Fulham on the left. I do she played a bit of center last year. She, but yeah,
0: you're going to see a lot of mixing and You're going to
1: see a lot. You know, it's not like i I'm well, really intrigued to see the lineup this weekend.
0: When was, was it the Bruins? Like way back when, like a couple or a few years ago, before they kind of turned it on here. But they were like, "Oh, we really have like, like three second lines or something like that." Who was it? I don't remember. There was I a team know. that was like, "Oh, we don't really have like a one A. We have like a two A, two bi don't know. Whatever. I kind of feel that way about the forward group. Hopefully they put goals together, and uh, it feels like they got to go up from last year. But then again, you lose Jesse Confer, so we shall find out. I want to do some superlatives.
1: Do some superlatives slash team award predictions.
0: Team, that's the better way to say it. Team awards. I got five of them. You got five um, of them. Did you have any on, on your mind?
1: No. I, I figured yeah. out. I kind of. They're the typical ones. Like that nah,
0: Don't say it. I actually have six. Wait a minute. Okay. There's six.
1: Let's start from the very, very
0: top. Most valuable player, Patrick. Kate Stewart. Wow. Okay. I'd go Courtney Correa. I do okay. think she's going to have a good year.
1: I agree. But Kate Stewart, as we've said, is the backbone of this team. Okay. This team goes with Kate Stewart. It's probably true. So Defensive Player of the Year, if you couldn't go with Stewart,
0: who would it be? Because I'm going to go cheap and go with Stewart here.
1: you got to pick. Well, it's that. So Defensive Player of the Year, that can that's be. That's not the MVP. Nope. But that's not just Defender of the Year either. Correct. Is, that, the is there going to be a Defender of the Year? That's what this is. Oh, well, well, why is the goalie included in that? That's just best okay. defense. Fine. That's best defense position player.
0: I'll pick one, too. You pick first, though.
1: Okay. I've Alex Allen.
0: Yeah. yeah? Yeah.
1: I don't know if I want to go Alex Allen. It's either her or I want to say Nadia Mativi. That's like, yeah. I'm kind of um, like. I'll, I would go with Mativi.
0: I do think she's ready for that consistency. She struggled to find it, uh, especially with the whole Italy situation last year during COVID. It was. Uh, very much not her fault, but you know, definitely got in her way a little bit early on. Uh, I think with a, a normal year, hopefully normal, we say with their quotes, but I think uh, she's definitely got the pieces there. Um,
1: offensive Player of the Year. This could
0: be also well, defenders. Wait,
1: wait. So, oh boy. But no, no. So the part of reason why I go with Allen is it's like the Norris Trophy has has. One of the criticisms of the of the Norris trophy has become it's been, you know, best offensive defenseman. Yes. Um who whatever defenseman puts up the most points wins the Norris trophy. And, you know, if if that were the case, I'd probably look at Nadi matevi hmm. or um that's really about it. Um but I think shut of Shut down. Power yeah, or shut penalty down kill. who's gonna mean the most to this team, who's gonna play crunch time minutes, Alex Allen. Slash Mana matevi Mativi, but don't I, sleep
0: on Julia Shaughnessy. I'm
1: not sleeping on Julia Shaughnessy, I'm just Alex Allen, I think, is hmm gonna do it all right other end offense offensive player of the year this one's tough because for the mm. exact reasons we just said they don't have that standout talent yeah that they have in recent years I go Courtney Korea
0: yeah I already went with her for my MVP so I got to pick someone
1: else and um.
0: I think and uh, it'd be
1: amazing too if one of these freshmen that were kind of sleep or sophomores that were sleeping on comes out and just grabs this Christina vote
0: <laughs> she's my vote now Um. I think I'll go with Julianne Harris because if oh, there's anyone, if there's anyone who's gonna light lamp on a consistent basis, I that's feel like pick. she's the player to do it. Comeback player of the year.
1: There's such an easy one. Julianne Harris. Oh,
0: oh, that's the one I was thinking of. Oh, okay.
1: What's the easy one? I was gonna go Emma Wuthrich because we that's still
0: haven't seen her emerge from
1: the injury. She, like, she's except. like kind of like McKenna Parker, where she had a really good freshman year. Yeah for whatever reason, just right. hasn't clicked since. I feel
0: like the McKenna-Parker comeback kind of happened last year. Yeah.
1: That she was one of their better players, so I couldn't go
0: with her. Um, Julie Nearest. Yeah, Nearest is a strong pick. Um, uh, so this one's kind of along the lines of comeback player, uh, but not necessarily because it doesn't mean that they had a down. It just means that you didn't expect the up. It's the biggest surprise. A player is going to just come out of the woodwork and do more than you expected them to do. Again, Julius Shaughnessy, please. You you first. No. I
1: I, went first on the last
0: two. I know, but I don't have one in mind. I'm kind of relying on you to be thinking while I'm here talking. But if you need me to do one, I would like to say, I think, Andy Calderoni. Because they're going to need someone to quarterback a power play. I guess Mativi can do that too. I mean,
1: Giacinto was the one quarterbacking the second power play last
0: year. But I remember Calderoni was just such a huge prospect. Maybe because it was partially overhyped with her sister. And like, oh, that's a fun connection. I mean,
1: Giacinto has the Hockey Canada pedigree.
0: Okay. You're trying to talk me out of Andy Calderoni. No, No, they're both phenomenal players. Well, she's still going to be a surprise. She's going to be certainly a surprise to you when she has an amazing sophomore year. Sure. But that was kind of out of left field. There are so many players here. I feel like... We're we're sleeping on a lot of players on this team because they've been kind of depth pieces and now they're gonna have chances to do more. Which is very exciting
1: for them. Yeah. I'm 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 gonna go with Wethridge. Emma Wethridge. We got a lot of Wethridge love on or this or podcast. Even, even Haley Blinkhorn too.
0: Wow. Yeah? I mean she's been the extra skater maybe forty times in her career. I know.
1: <laughs> this is the year she gets. I a mean, literally any sort of production you get out of her is more surprised. than you expect. Well, no, she's been good when she's been out there. It's yeah, just... I mean, her her freshman year when I can't recall the exact line mate she had, but that line kind of created chaos yeah. on, on on the forecheck. Even though she's pretty small, all right, like she won some battles. But last year, although obviously wasn't that amazing, I, I think uh, I'll go Emma Wathridge. Yeah, and, uh, because like. There, I'd say the bar is still pretty low because you have no idea what to expect when at full health Right, it's been so long.
0: And along the lines of fourth-line chaos, you got to put Brick Orsa in there. Yeah, I thought that was going to be your pick here. I wanted to, but I didn't. Um, definitely could have, though, because I do think she's going to get opportunity. She did last year, not a at ton the of time ice, of the year, but she at least suited up for games, which was kind of new for her, and I always noticed her, uh, in part because it was just kind of like reckless abandon. And it certainly led to its. Uh, We've had the same exact just...
1: conversation a year ago too. Yeah, we
0: did. I'm just a Brooke Orsay fan. Uh, Soy. I like the way that you know she she just makes things happen, mm-hmm. for better or worse. Uh, she's fun to watch. Anyways, those are the uh, team awards. That's it. That's it. It was six of them. Was, kind was of flew it real? Yeah. So we're 20 minutes in here, north of 20 minutes. So
1: was that? was that last one basically seventh player award?
0: Oh. Yeah, kind of. Above and beyond.
1: Yeah, above and beyond.
0: For the men's one next week, I'll call it the seventh place. Do we
1: want to predict? Oh. Our so Kaylee Donnelly is the captain. Do we Mm. want to predict who the other three players to earn letters are? We're gonna for this exercise, we're gonna go with three. There's
0: every chance that this ends up being published like 10 minutes after we finish recording this podcast. Yeah, and
1: it's not gonna matter, and we're gonna be wildly wrong. Yeah, but Um, I still want to do it for for this exercise. We're gonna do three assistant captains just because since we've been here, Brian, they've gone with four players wearing letters.
0: Well, like thinking of the men's team because they used to do co captains and two assistants, and now it's single captain cockerel. And then it was... Traditionally,
1: it's single captain and three assistants.
0: Is it? Even for college? Yeah. Because it was... um, Yeah. Last year, the captains... Two or or three. Who were the men's captains last year?
1: Logan Cockrell. Well, yeah. David Ferentz. Ferrance had an A? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cam Litov if he was here. Um, and then yeah, Cam Crotty would have. Oh, Ty had one, but then it kind of went to Ty went Now they to both Max have Kaufman. one. now they both have
1: one. Well, so it was, was going to be Casper, Calkin, Yes, with Ty Monty and David Ference. So there's your three. Oh, okay. And then you come into the season without Casper, Calkin, It's only two. Max Kaufman picks up the third one, and Ty. All right, so yes, keeps his
0: three assistant captains. You've been thinking about this one all day. I have. All right. So lay it on me. Well,
1: Captain Kaylee Donnelly. That's sure. That's no prediction. Captain Kaylee. Assistant. Captain Alex Allen gets an A. Yep. AAA. Triple A. Triple A. Um, she's always there when you need them. Yeah. She's there for it. My, She'll my pick defen- you up. Defensive player of the year. Yep. Um, did you get that? Courtney Korea. Triple A reference? Did I did, yes. Okay, thank you. Courtney Korea. Just, yeah. just the Energizer Bunny. But
0: she's also the kind of player that you almost wonder if they're going to just let her do her thing and just go nuts and not have to worry about leadership. You know?
1: Nah. Nah, okay. Nah. Fine. Nah. We'll give her an A too. So this, this third one is where I really run into some thought. And I remember we talked about it earlier today. I'm trying to find who I said. <laughs> um, I mean, so I don't want to go with a... It, it's easy to say like Emma Wathrich or McKenna Parker, but then that's four seniors. Julian Nearest is an upperclassman. I'm, I'm looking at Julian Nearest. But again, is she also the kind of
0: player that just let her do her thing? Yeah. Exa- Especially because she was say... barely there last year.
1: Yeah, I want to say Julia Nearest or Nadia TV. Do you throw or, or, an A on Stewart? No, probably not. Mm, Grace Parker. Want one out of left field? I, want one of, I thought Grace Parker would be pretty out of left field. This it third is, one could literally is. be anybody. Um,
0: Ellie Larson no. for assistant captain. She was just a captain at RIT. She's one of your only leaders. Yeah, but that's She's four, the oldest
1: player on your team. That's four.
0: What, like seniors graduating? Four, yeah. Didn't, they didn't have a problem with that last year. Kaylee Donnelly had, had an A last year. Oh, she did. Yep. Yeah, that's right. I guess that's true. I don't know. I don't think. You, you don't, don't think it matters? You don't think All right, so, really. so,
1: so if it doesn't matter. You got then, leaders in the room. Then you got Ellie, Larson, Ellie Larson's actually a good pick. Um,
0: yeah, there you go. Threw that one in there.
1: So I'll just give my list to fill that third A. Yes. Um, Ellie Larson. This is no particular order. Ellie, Ellie Larson, McKenna Parker, Emma Oethrich, Julie Nuris, Nadia TV it could be yeah. literally any of those players. That's a strong group, and I think that's that's your ballpark. Okay. Literally any of those.
0: Literally every like every class player, yeah. upperclassman.
1: No, seriously. Really safe bet. But there. it's
0: it's who's to say? No, it's true. I, I think that makes sense. We but, shall see. But Alex
1: Allen and Courtney Korea lock are locks in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, so maybe he just goes with two. But
0: who's who knows? Well,
1: I don't know have. if it's a he. The team votes. Oh, is it? That's uh, at I least what it, That's what at least what it usually is. Yeah, men's hockey was voted, yeah, voted by the team.
0: Derosier person, personally stitched on the letter onto the jersey. Huh. He brings it home, gets out his sewing machine. All
1: right, we're crunch for time. Your predictions. Whoa, well, before we get into hockey East, and I have to bounce.
0: Well, no, I, I
1: gave you mine. Let's just get right into hockey East here. What, what are yours officially? Officially, just my God. just quickly.
0: I'm doing Ellie Larson. Okay. Uh, as well as Alex Allen and Courtney Korea, and uh, yeah, we know Killian is the captain. Yeah. So those are my three. Bing, Bang, boom, Bing, bang, bang. Boom Hockey East. Hockey East stands last year we went way in depth and we did like a major preview. Uh, but I'll give you the rapid fire analysis of all the teams. As we maybe go through what the list is. You didn't come you didn't come up with your like top 10. I have nothing. So we'll go by mine. I wasn't mine. expecting to do this. Sorry. We'll go by mine. But also yours
1: with the first pick, Northeastern. Northeastern.
0: Would you believe Northeastern only lost two players over the offseason?
1: Yeah, it would. You know who I they we kept? talked
0: about it. And it's you know insane. how last year we said, oh, Northeastern's all seniors? Like, this is going to blow over? And they all got COVID years. And they all took them. Skylar Fontaine, Aaron Frankel, Brooke Hobson, Andrea Renner, Kate Supra, Tessa Ward, Lauren McInnes. All grad students. They might have to start a new graduate school
1: just for them. And up. Alina Mueller, Graduate School of Hockey, is a non COVID senior. <laughs> Same with Chloe O'Rard. Yeah, She's got
0: two more years. Ah. Alina,
1: she might be hurt to start the year. I know she got hurt at the World Championships. I have, no, I have not seen an update, nor yeah. have I looked for one, but you have two more years of Alina Mueller and Chloe Rohr. I mean, it's national
0: championship or bust. It is. It has been. I I think more this year than ever. Because yeah, you lost it last year. That's so many players buying in to win a national championship. They've yeah. done everything else. Yeah. They've won every bean that since they've been there. They've won every hockey's Trophy since they've been there. Yeah. And then they just got, you know, beaten the championship game bad by bounce flute overtime. By a fluke goal. By a fluke goal from your former player or whatever. Who was it? It was Daryl Watts, former BC Former BC player. player, right. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's you need a natty. That's that's what they're looking for. And do you think they get it? Yeah. Yeah?
1: Yeah, it's either it's them or Wisconsin. It's again.
0: Like the best team ever assembled in women's college hockey, some the people probably best, say. It's, it's the Cavs and the Warriors. It, it really is. Um, so they're inevitably going to be the leaders and then a massive gap, and then number two. And there are three teams there that I think are always vying for that number two spot. Two years ago it was BU, last year it was BC, but I'm going Providence as I the like second Providence. team. I think Providence has uh, all the makings here. A lot of uh, returning players, they really only lost Annalise Rice and Chloe Gonsalves. Um
1: Providence was surprising last year, they too. They were,
0: they were. Uh, oh, Natalie Ferrance also transferred.
1: If she they, was a sophomore. Yeah, I like Providence. That, w- that would have been my pick. Yeah. Especially if they can get the goaltending. Kept Haley Lunny. Uh, don't sleep on
0: Sandra Abstreeter. She was solid. Not so great in the playoffs, but nine or nine twenty nine save percentage last year. Correct. So very strong. And that's like a upperclassman led team with Sarah Jalmerson, mm-hmm. Caroline Peterson, mm-hmm. Abstreeter. Like that's gonna be a good team mm-hmm.
1: over there at Providence. Next up, I put BC. I do put BC. Yeah. Even though they lost Savannah Norcross. Savannah Norcross. Um, that's the a, pride of Lynn. The pride of Lynn. But they brought in the even bigger pride of Lynn, Carrie Clarity. Yeah. Number four. There you go. They always
0: got to have one. Yeah. From Lynn. Yeah. Norcross is gone. Minnesota. Um. This, Uh. what's her name? Oh, Hadley Hartmans. She went to Ohio State. And then Kayla Barnes, junior captain last year. Yeah, also, Kayla left. Barnes. where is she?
1: Where is I don't Kayla? Know.
0: She's not, like,
1: on a co- college team. Maybe USA Just, Hockey poached yeah. her. Like, huh? we thought, like, we had subtle fears that would happen in Jesse Comfer.
0: Definite possibility.
1: Um, so,
0: they've you got... still a, got Hannah Bilka, though? Yeah, they've got Hannah Bilka, Kelly, Kelly Brown, Brown yeah. Jillian Fay, Alexi G- Gway, uh, Willow Corson. Like, they have a lot of Alexi those big Gay. names. Yes, Alexi Gay. So, they have the, the big names. But I think even more important, they brought back all three junior goaltenders. So, they're all seniors now. But Abigail Levy, Matty MacArthur, Kelly Pickering, all played last year, all played really well last year, all above 920 save percentages. Yeah. Three-headed monster. That's all, that's all, all Manny
1: MacArthur needed was some competition in the pipes.
0: Precisely. So I think uh, that makes the difference for me, those three goalies for BC. Yeah. Um, but then I put BU, which might, I agree. might be generous. No, I put BU. Terriers had a, a bit of a tricky go of it in the heppy, right? They finished, like, sixth out yeah, of ten teams. I put 10 BU. Teams. But BU fourth feels about right. We've already talked about them, so nothing really to, to ponder there, other than I think it's fair for them to be the most slept on of any of the big
1: teams, Providence, BC. It's just so, so much dependent on going right. Exactly.
0: But I do think even if they're not 100% their best, and they're not 100% right there with Providence and Boston College, they should still be better than the rest. Mm-hmm. The next one I have, Vermont, UVM. Really. Turned a lot of heads last year. They only played like eleven games. Yeah. But they were very, very good. And their goaltender, especially, which is such a difference maker, Jesse McPherson was a freshman and she had a save percentage of nine thirty eight. So now she's a sophomore. You lost Val Caldwell, but you kept Christina Shanahan, so like kind of a trade off there of your two graduating seniors, uh one back now obviously Shanahan as a grad student, but then uh very junior led, three top goal scorers last year or top point getters last year. Are all seniors now? Maud Poulin-Lebel, Corinne McCool, Teresa Chafsal—great hockey name. Like, I think this is a an upperclassman-driven team now, and I think that will bode well for the Catamounts.
1: All right, you talked to me in Vermont.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Over UConn, UNH, Maine. Well, I because kind of I don't tier. like
1: UNH as much as I thought I was gonna. Yeah. Looking at their roster, I haven't seen. <laughs> Bad, bad radio. I haven't seen a UConn women's hockey roster. Well, let me tell you about them because that's who I have next. I put okay. UConn
0: next on the list. They did lose Savannah Bozide. Bozide, correct. Bozide,
1: perfect. But you kept the Wabick twins, Morgan and Taylor. And you still have Natalie Snodgrass. Natalie Snodgrass. Who, who is one of the best players in the league. Back I like UConn grad. there.
0: New UConn I think
1: UConn-Vermont 5-6 is pretty interchangeable.
0: Yeah, so th- that's actually how I was thinking about it earlier. Like there's a lot of two-team, like there's pairs that are kind of interchangeable on the list. Uh, uh, it
1: starts. And, I think the top four is pretty cut and dry. Yeah. I think mm. this is where it starts. Okay. Yeah, that's five, five, six, that's UConn, true. Vermont.
0: And the goal for, uh, for UConn is uh, still a little bit of an unknown. You have uh, the senior now, Samantha Carpentier-Yale. Uh, she was 925 uh, percentage last year, but better than that was Tia Chan at 947. So they should be okay in goal, but Chan just is sophomore this year, so never know. But after them, I have UNH.
1: And that's another team. I also have UNH.
0: Another team uh, that has a lot of young promise. Nicole Kelly was the leading goal scorer last year or leading point scorer yeah, 14. You, you
1: need Ava Boutillier to be good. She wasn't that great last year. That's she's the been big very one. good in the past. And she's back for a grad year, which is very clutch because they don't,
0: don't have a ton behind her.
1: She's a redshirt junior. She, it
0: said she was a senior last year in this Hockey East statistics.
1: Um, but I just looked at their roster. She's redshirt junior. Well, she's still there, so that's good. Oh, this is twenty twenty one. Got him. Twenty two. Redshirt senior, and she yeah. has the COVID year. Huh. Oh, now it's just senior.
0: <laughs> well, I think they're uh, they've got all that young talent. Uh, five of their top ten scorers were freshmen. Tamara so. Theoris. Yeah, it's I like really the player. way they're shaping up this year. After that, I had Maine. Uh, we know Ida Kupala. She carried the team. 15 points last year. The next closest with, was Rahel Ansler with 9 points.
1: So yeah, cupola ma- cu- go-to player. Maybe the best shot in the league. Yes. Um, nothing seemed to go Maine's way last year, especially offensively. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of seemed dysfunctional. You Especially you look at Cupola, Why isn't she putting up bigger numbers? Who, who knows? Yeah. Um, maybe it's not having Teresa Vaneshova there. Um, I think UNH Main's pretty interchangeable, 7 8. Mm-hmm. And then and they kept Lauren Porter, by
0: the way. Yeah. Uh, the graduate goalie, one of the best goalies in the league last year, 9.54 save percentage. Pretty solid Lauren Porter.
1: And then you look at 9 10s
0: really. Holy t- Cross Merrimack. It is a real toss up. I go Holy Cross Merrimack. I gave the edge to Holy Cross because, again, lots of freshmen. They're two leading goal scorers last year were freshmen of 12 points apiece. Jada Brennan's still there now as a senior. Uh, and she was solid. I mean, on a not great team, she has a percentage above 900. Yeah, last year. Um, meanwhile, for Merrimack, Emma Gorski, and uh, uh, she was their go-to sc- uh, goalie. And she was the only starter in the league minus or underneath 900. Boy, making a, mo- uh, a mess of that. Um, they did keep uh, keep Courtney Maud and Don- Dominika Lascova as grad students. So maybe mm-hmm. there's some veteran there in Merrimack. But their leading scorers had four points each. So that's why I put them last. I agree. Woof. There you go. The woman's hockey is back, Patrick. Yeah, it's exciting. It is. I it's also gonna do it for us. Yeah, it's gotta do it for us. Once again, we bring ourselves right to the end of the allotted time. But hopefully the people at home enjoyed every second of it.
1: Yeah, savor it. Savor it. We're gonna be here all year. Tip your waiters and waitresses. Oh servers. Tip your servers. Please. Um take it home. Well, find Brady on Twitter at Brady D. Gardner, me on Twitter at Pat Don Twelve. WTB Sports at WTB Sports. And check out the website, sites.bu.edu slash WTBU slash sports. Fresh content there. Lots of fresh content. Plenty of thing. freshmen coming in. Hockey's getting back underway. we got soccer season in full swing. Basketball's coming up. All the content you could possibly need. Yeah. But that's going to do it. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.